0: All right, we are back with another exciting episode. Uh, Now that we have finished watching all of the Best Picture nominees, we are finally doing our episode, just our Oscar predictions, uh, what we're hoping to see, what we're expecting to see, uh, things like that. Um, For those of you
1: who don't know, the Oscars are this coming Sunday, March
0: 12th. Yeah. Um... I don't know off the top of my head what time they start i don't either yeah i don't know what channel they're on or what streaming platform we're gonna figure that out
1: if you want to watch the oscars with us let us know yeah for those of you who know us personally
0: yeah i I was or live in utah (laughs) if you don't live in utah and you travel all the way to utah just to watch the oscars with us you're
1: Awesome. Weird.
0: Yeah, awesome. That's the adjective (laughs) I was looking for. So we have a list. Uh, We have what uh, Dallas wants to win, what Paige wants to win, and then our prediction that we agreed upon together. Uh, We have the categories listed in order of how many members of that category we have seen. So uh, the first several, we're just going to kind of plow through because we haven't seen Yes. Any in several categories? The
1: first four categories are the real couple blind spot. Yeah. Uh, so we'll just go through those first four pretty quickly. Yeah,
0: which in all honesty, most years I haven't seen. That's my
1: blind spot every yeah. year.
0: The only uh, asterisk on that, um, every couple of years, Pixar has a short, short in yeah. one of these. And then I'm like, okay, well, I've seen that one, so... Yeah. Um but yeah. So
1: let's dive in. Yeah. Category number one is documentary feature film. Yeah. Our nominees are All That Breathes, All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, Fire of Love, A House Made of Splinters, and Navelny. Is that who say that? Navelny? Navelny?
0: I don't I don't know. But sure, yeah. Um
1: also I, I feel like
0: uh Documentaries and short films, just in general, have a pitifully bad, um, I don't know, ability to advertise themselves. Yeah. I've I've never, I never have heard of any of the documentaries or the short films, unless Pixar did one of them.
1: You know how they always say you shouldn't judge a book by its cover? Mm -hmm. Um, That's all you can do with this. I judged these first four categories by their titles. Yeah. So my prediction for this one, based on title alone, is All That breathes.
0: Yep. Uh, I went All the Beauty and the Bloodshed. As, as soon as it said Bloodshed, I was like, okay, so that sounds dramatic. <laughs> Maybe.
1: So we predicted that it's going to go to All That breathes. Yep. We have no reasoning behind that.
0: Yep. Um, yeah.
1: Moving on. <laughs>
0: yeah uh, documentary short film. we've got the elephant whisperers howl out uh how do you measure a y- <laughs> that's an h a u hall there's is that really like haul you, out? as
1: one word yeah,
0: I feel like that would be hall space out as one word that seems more German, like ice house <laughs> okay. or dog house
1: okay. Okay.
0: H A U S E or something? Like you know how like Yeah. When it's that German, that heavily German, then house is suddenly house. This seems like Hall
1: Okay. Hall out. Okay. I Keep don't going.
0: Know. Uh how do you measure a year? <laughs> <laughs> the Marsha Mitchell effect. And Stranger at the Gate. Dallas and Paige both think it will go to how do you measure a year? I would like Simply to see the baby.
1: Based on the lyrics from uh, Rent. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyways. Yep. Moving on yep. to short film animated. Yep. We have the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse.
0: That is one contender (laughs) (laughs) that is not the first four uh
1: the flying sailor ice merchants my year of dicks boy. and an ostrich told me the world is fake and i think i believe it yeah
0: i went with uh my year of dicks because it's hilarious
1: and i went with an ostrich told me the world is fake and i think i believe it Because I think it's hilarious.
0: Yeah. I I am really hoping that on the night of the Oscars, when they're like, and the nominees are, and they like list things. Who is going to have to say
1: my year of dicks out loud?
0: Well, not only that, but like when they list every every, uh, contestant in each of the categories, or all the nominees in each category, there's always like, they say someone's name and then it shows a clip of that person acting in that movie or best special effects and it shows the special effects like with documentaries and stuff it'll show a few shots from that and i'm really hoping that it's like and the nominees are this 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 my year of dicks and it's just a blurred image followed by another blurred image (laughs) followed by another blurred image and just like the sort of thing where the audience you can't tell what is going on on screen, you can just tell it's a lot of a specific flesh-colored thing. <laughs> I'm really, really hoping. Or it'll just be a shot of the front of a dick sporting goods store. And I'll be like, <laughs> oh, it's about sports? Gross.
1: Anywho, yep. we predicted ostrich. Again, we ha- don't know why. <laughs> um, next...
0: Yep. Uh, next up, uh, we've got short film live action. Uh, we've got An Irish Goodbye, Ivalu, Les Pupils, Night Ride, and The Red Suitcase. Uh, Paige has guessed An Irish Goodbye. Yep. For reasons.
1: Irish? I don't know. Okay.
0: Um, I guessed Les Pupils. Uh, simply because that can be found on Disney+. And I know, I've read quotes in years past that oftentimes uh, certain categories like uh, best animated uh, film oftentimes goes to whatever like Disney or Pixar put out simply because...
1: It's most accessible.
0: It's most accessible. And the people judging can't be bothered to uh, seek out and view every single contestant so they just see the Disney and Pixar maybe one of the DreamWorks and as long as Disney and Pixar is pretty good they just go with that unless they were really impressed with DreamWorks um, and so, so that's
1: why we went with Dallas's prediction yeah, to I win I feel like
0: since Le appeal can be found on a streaming service that most people have nowadays it it very easily could go there just because it's the only one people are going to see um,
1: our next category we have seen one film in this category and I
0: feel strongly
1: I do too this is an international feature film mm-hmm. our nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front out of Germany Argentina 1985 out of Argentina oh I spelled Argentina <laughs> wrong on this
0: Argentine <laughs>
1: Whoops. Want to go Argentine um, after this? Yes. Uh, we have Close out of Belgium, Eo out of Poland, and The Quiet Girl out of Ireland.
0: It's funny that we have <laughs> Women Talking and The Quiet Girl both nominated for this Oscars this year. Yeah. Sort of opposites.
1: Uh, we both predicted it's going to go to All Quiet on the Western Front.
0: Yep. Uh, for obvious reasons.
1: Yes. Because it is also nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. And because it's an incredible movie. Yeah. So, yeah, we feel pretty confident that the Academy is going to go with All Quiet on the Western Front on this one.
0: Every couple years, uh, there's an animated movie that's nominated for Best Animated and Best Picture. And it's like, okay, sorry other animated movies this year, but... Yeah. You're... Get screwed. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we said All Quiet, and I feel very confident in that so same uh moving on to animated feature film Um oh also with this next category um and this is a uh sort of a common thing that goes throughout the rest of the episode i guess um i have also added in things that were not nominated that i think should have been um there are times when i have specified what i think I would like to see it swapped out with. And other times it's like, you know what? Um, just, I I feel like it deserved a shout out. Um, so yeah, animated feature film. We've got Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, uh, Marcel, the shell with shoes on, Puss in Boots, the last wish, the sea beast and turning red. Um, both of us, uh, want to see Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio win. And that's what we predicted. Um, it i i think it's the best one uh it was really really good um i am glad that we recorded turning red we've also uh gotten some audience uh feedback and Mm -hmm. uh that has really i think when we recorded our episode on turning red i already uh said that i did want to revisit it and just sort of um Take it in once, sort of uh, find out what the movie's trying to be, let it sit with me for a bit, and then maybe watch it again with uh, slightly different eyes, if I may. Um, so, yeah, uh, I am glad that I've seen Turning Red. I, I feel like I should watch it again. But um, I feel like uh, I, I mentioned on one of the episodes, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On it's nominated for best animated. I've watched the trailer and it's one of those weird movies that has a lot of live action.
1: Like the yeah. main
0: characters are It doesn't animated. feel
1: like it fully fits in any category.
0: Yeah. Um, which, you know, um, if it's really good, yeah, I guess it does deserve a, an Oscar nom, but putting it in a category that it doesn't fit into doesn't seem like the strange. answer. Yeah. So for that yeah. reason, um, I said, uh, instead of Marcel Lachelle Uh, The Bad Guys should have gotten nominated. Uh, I haven't seen The Bad Guys, but I've seen the trailer. And I've said before that I'm always really impressed when um, an animated movie has a very unique art style. And uh, from what I was seeing in the trailers for The Bad Guys, it had an off-the-beaten-path art style. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I was thinking that. Uh, I haven't seen The Sea Beast, but I haven't heard anyone talk about it. Uh, I recognize a lot of people didn't like this movie, but I feel like Lightyear was better than people gave it credit for. Was
1: that a 2022? Apparently it was. Why was I thinking that was 2021?
0: Lightyear was June.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I I think uh, Lightyear was a really good movie. It wasn't the Buzz Lightyear movie that a lot of people were wanting. Um, It was uh, telling a very very odd story you know it you know you want to see a buzz light movie and instead they told you a time travel story about yeah you know, uh, uh, i think time it threw dilation. a lot of people off yeah and i recognize that but i don't think that makes it bad enough to get beaten by something as obscure as sea beast again there's a chance that at some point in my life i'll see sea beast and be like oh I never mind. CBS is actually incredible, and no one was talking about it, and that's a travesty. But that's where I'm at right now. So, yeah. Cool. Our next category. You want to read that for us?
1: Yes, we have actor in a leading role. Uh, we have Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inisherin, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal for After Sun, and Bill Nye for Living. We have only seen Elvis and Banshees. We have not seen the whale after Sun or Living, which is unfortunate. Um, We did both predict Brendan Fraser taking it for the whale. Well, we both want Brendan yeah. Fraser to take it for the whale. Um, we have a feeling... It's going to go to Austin Butler for Elvis. He did do a good job. He did do a fantastic job.
0: Yeah. But after having seen all of Elvis and thinking he did a good job, and after having seen just the trailer for The Whale and being flabbergasted at the performance I'm seeing from Brendan Fraser in just the trailer, um, I am sad that I'm not predicting Brendan Fraser. But... I could see it going to Austin Butler. Um, That's
1: one that I hope that our prediction is wrong, mm-hmm. and I hope it does go to Brendan Fraser. Yeah. I truly do. Uh,
0: have you seen the trailer for uh, Living?
1: I have not, but I love Bill Nighy.
0: Yeah, Bill Nighy's great, and watching the trailer for that, uh, it looks like it's pretty much the story of uh, an old man who's been like a, a proper business gentleman his whole life, and he's getting close to the end of his his days, and he just kind of takes this moment to be like if i can't take it with me why am i working so hard and he he just goes on a vacation and really just starts um enjoying each and every day it looks really good if mm. if the day comes that it's you know on netflix or or some streaming thing or um we acquire it somehow i would really look forward to seeing it um Bill Nighy's great, and he does really, really well in those very heartfelt films. Um, I've sung his praises before for, uh, um, is it, it's not About Time. Is it About yeah. Time? Okay, I was thinking In Time, sorry. Yeah, About, about time, time, he's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's not as heartfelt, but at the same time, there is a moment where he gets very heartfelt in Shaun of the Dead, and he does Great job with that. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, Bill Nye with the whole, like, you know. um. Um,
1: Something interesting about the actor in a leading role category Mm -hmm. is that it is not often taken by um, a movie that is not also nominated for Best Picture. Okay. So, it would be unlikely to go to Brendan Fraser because The Whale is not nominated for Best Picture. Um, I I think, I think Austin Butler is the best prediction for who's going to take this category. Yeah,
0: I wonder if that also comes down to what I was saying about, um, best animated where the judges don't have time to see everything. So they just make sure to see Mm -hmm. all the best pictures and
1: then like we did.
0: Yeah. And then vote Uh off of that. Um, so yeah, uh, again, something that, uh, I wish could take a, a slot that's already there. Um, I don't think Colin Farrell was that phenomenal in Banshees of and I think he was really good, but, uh, and I think, uh, Robert Pattinson in the Batman was really, really good. And I would have, honestly, I just feel like the Batman deserved more. Oscar recognition than it received this year. That is year. interesting. Um,
1: I think there so. are a lot of people that will disagree with you. Yeah. On your love of the Batman.
0: Um, I, I feel like I've been seeing on TikTok and stuff, a lot of people are ranking the Batman as one of their favorites of the year. Um, See, and
1: I liked it, but I didn't think it was good enough for many Oscars.
0: Interesting. Like, okay. I don't
1: think that Robert Pattinson did a Pattinson. good enough job. To get a nomination for Best Actor.
0: I think uh, it, it was a very interesting... There are so many different ways to write and to read and to perform Bruce Wayne and to perform Batman. Yeah. And I thought his approach to Batman and where he starts the movie and where he ends the movie are really interesting. So much so that I'm really interested to see how much... Uh, Bruce Wayne changes between the end of Batman One and the beginning of the sequel, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, I feel like the way he portrayed the character was so interesting, especially a character with so much history,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you're you don't want to just do exactly what that guy did or, yeah. or that dude did, and so it felt very new and unique to Robert Pattinson. It felt very Batman. It felt... um...
1: I do think Robert Pattinson has the chops to get a Best Actor nomination Mm -hmm. in the future. Okay. I don't think his role as the Batman is that role. Okay. But I would not be surprised to see him on that list in coming years. Okay.
0: Um, Also, uh, something that I tried to do for the most part, when... Um, I put down someone that I think deserved a nomination. Uh, I tried to put them next to movies that I've seen. So I'm not like, yeah, kick out this one movie I didn't get around to seeing. Um, But But I agree.
1: I don't think that Colin Farrell deserves this nomination for his role in Banshees.
0: Would you say that Robert Pattinson did a better job in Batman than Colin Farrell did in Banshees? That
1: is a hard question.
0: And this isn't, uh, did the, would the Academy have made that decision, but you personally?
1: I don't know. I don't know that I'd put either of them on there. Okay.
0: Interesting. Um.
1: I don't know who I'd replace them with, but.
0: Okay. Uh, so next up, uh, actress in a leading role. Whose turn is it to read? I
1: believe it's yours. Okay. Uh,
0: so actress in a leading role. We have Kate Blanchett in Tar Anade Armas in Blonde. uh, Andrea Riseborough in To Leslie. uh, Michelle Williams in The Fablemans. And Michelle Yeoh in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Um, Both of us uh, want to see it go to Michelle Yeoh, and that is our prediction. Um, One thing I I would love to say is uh, Anade Armas, phenomenal actress. I love her in everything I see her in. Everything I've heard about Blonde is that it's just a very disrespectful film yeah. to have made in the first place, which I feel that like is nomination so...
1: surprised me. Yeah,
0: but at the same time, I, I... love Ana de Armas. I... Yeah, though. and I would be interested in seeing Blonde just to re to honestly just look at Ana de Armas and what she did. You know, mm-hmm. like how uh, respectful is it to what actually happened to Marilyn? Monroe um and yeah you know, all that stuff set that aside. I realize that it's already pretty uh um I don't need to do research in order to know it's a bad situation, but just how well did Annaday Armas, um perform that script? Mm-hmm. I feel like uh I would like to see because again, always impressed with her um. So yeah, uh, with this category, there were two that I felt like uh, deserved to be nominated who didn't um, get in there. Um, I think Michelle Williams did a very good job in Fablemans, but I was so impressed. And this is a movie that has not gotten any recognition this year. And I think it was so good that it it uh, should have gotten recognition. But uh, Amber Mid-Thunder the main girl from Prey, the uh, Hulu original Predator film. Amber Midthunder killed it in that movie. Um, She pretty much, uh, in most Predator movies, you have the Predator up against some um, pretty macho guy. Uh, You've got obviously Schwarzenegger in the first film, then Danny Glover in the second movie. Not as, you know, beefy and macho, but still, you know, Danny Glover, you know, cop. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then, uh, you know, you have other, like, action hero-y guys in other Predator movies. And then in the the most recent, you get Amber Midthunder, an actress I did not know. She's supposed to be, like, a late teens, early 20s uh, young girl, uh, Native American, um, who just wants to be one of the hunters. And
1: she did dude, a fantastic she does job. In that so movie.
0: good. Um,
1: the one I wish I would have seen on this list for actress in a leading role is Rooney Mara in "Women Women Talking." Oh yeah, I think she was robbed. Okay, to yeah. not put her on that list. Yeah,
0: I feel like with uh, "Women Talking," it's really difficult because I feel like they did a good job of giving giving everyone a pretty even amount of screen time. I I would pick out Rooney
1: Mara's character as the lead, though. I I
0: think I would do the same. Um, I
1: would have loved to have seen her on that list.
0: Yeah. Uh, Now that you mention it, I agree. Um, I also put down Janelle Monae in Glass Onion. Quick spoiler warning for anyone who has not seen Glass Onion yet. Glass Onion's really good. And I thought uh, Janelle Monae not only did a very good job playing her character, but... Just but like she played
1: two characters, she did.
0: Just like uh, with the people nominated in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where um, same person having to play kind of the same character but alternate dimensions, so it's pretty much a different character each time. Janelle Monet has to. Shit. Spoiler warning on that one. <laughs> um, if you have not, seen- if you seen... haven't
1: seen Glass Onion,
0: <laughs> yeah. Get with the times, man. You got to see Glass on it. It's so It's on Netflix. Good. Go watch it. Yeah. Um, I'll probably edit a, a spoiler warning right before I said that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I thought Janelle Monáe was good enough. She deserved a, a
1: nomination yeah. as well. All that being said, mm-hmm. it's almost definitely going to Michelle Yeoh yeah. for everything, every, all, yeah. everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: all right. Next.
0: I believe it's your turn now.
1: This category this year. So, we're going to talk about cinematography next. Mm -hmm. We have All Quiet on the Western Front, Bardo, (laughs) False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, Elvis, Empire of Light, and Tar.
0: Uh, We both hope it goes to Bardo, and that's our prediction. We're really nearly positive (laughs) it's going to Bardo. (laughs) I'm kidding.
1: We kid. Um, No, we both would like for it to go... To All Quiet on the Western Front. That being said, our prediction is that it's going to go to Elvis. Mm-hmm. Um, this is such a weird nomination pool this yeah. year. Like, what? Yeah, a lot of things that I was not
0: that impressed with. Um I think I mentioned in our Elvis episode, but it seemed like uh, Baz Luhrmann couldn't put away his ego long enough yeah. to just make a movie, and so. The, but we
1: feel like it's going to go to Elvis because the Academy loves Baz Luhrmann.
0: Yeah, uh, at there are times throughout the film that the cinematography gets overly. Luhrmannian. And it takes me out of the film. I, th- I find it very distracting. I don't think it's good, but it is very stylized. And usually, if as long as something's stylized, I appreciate it. I didn't appreciate it in in Elvis. And that no. may just be because Baz Luhrmann annoys the shit out of me visually.
1: And, like, Banshees of Inisherin has almost nothing going for it except for the cinematography, yeah. and that didn't get a nomination. Yeah,
0: that is actually something that I did not... Uh... Who the
1: hell has heard of Bardo? Yeah. Who saw Empire of Light?
0: Yeah, I saw trailers and I did actually want to see it. I was thinking it was going to get a ton of nominations, so the fact that it's only present in one category is odd it's to me. It's just
1: bizarre. Yeah. Like I feel like there are shots in Top Gun that are beautiful works of cinematography yeah. that could have gotten at a nomination. Well, beautiful
0: shots and also um, the, I don't know, insistence or um, the decision to put the camera in the cockpit of a jet that is currently flying. Yeah. That, um, regardless of how the final shot turns out, getting the acquisition of said shot is a difficult endeavor.
1: I feel like cinematography is usually like such a big category yeah, at the Oscars.
0: And this year, and
1: this year it is not. Yeah,
0: I, I thought uh, All Quiet had. I thought it had decent cinematography, but I don't remember any shots that I was just absolutely floored by. Um, and then I think
1: Top Gun got robbed of a nomination in this category. Yeah, this year. now that
0: you mention it, yeah. Shoot, I already forgot what was the other one you mentioned. Oh, Banshees. Yeah, although both of us were very eh on Banshees, like honestly, I feel like both of us really disliked Banshees.
1: Oh, we hated Banshees.
0: During the film, there were several times where I had to sort of pause my my own thought process and be like, dude, where the hell is this story? Oh, hold up. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful shot. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And then the shot would end and I was like, okay, let's get back to it. Um, I hate this and I hope it's over soon. <laughs> um. Yeah,
1: I just feel like I don't care about cinematography this year, yeah. like anyways. That's cinematography.
0: Yeah, uh real quick, the uh ones that I wish oh, would yeah. uh replace both Elvis and Tar, I thought the Batman again had beautiful cinematography.
1: I am so not with you on this really? love of Batman.
0: Really? Wow. Um, yeah, I thought uh, the the way they shot Gotham, it always had that like golden orange glow, really really beautiful. The use of um, uh, making sure that he's uh, silhouetted. Uh, there's at least one shot that I, I saw in a YouTube video where someone hi- it. highlighted highlighted it
1: is highlighted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you like words so- are hard <laughs> today. No,
0: uh. The past tense of light is lit. Mm -hmm. The past tense of highlight is not high lit. It is not. You know what? Shove it up your butthole. Um,
1: You also want light year.
0: Yes. But there's one shot in the Batman where he's walking across the floor and it shows something sitting on the hardwood floor. And it's just, it's a very dark shot. It's a very dark room and stuff. But they make sure that the one bit of light in the room is directly reflecting off the floor where the object is. So although you're able to have a very dark room, that shot communicates everything I need it to, because the only bit of light that I need is exactly where my eyes need it. And so just that um, where to put the camera, where to put the light, where to put the object, and what lenses to use and stuff, It um, it does a great job of of making a visually dark film. Um, and there are so many things in this category that I think didn't do much creatively. Yeah, or, I do not
1: understand yeah. these things. And I think uh, Batman
0: actually did do that well. And then, yeah, like you mentioned, I also put down Lightyear. As I was watching Lightyear, it's animated, so it was never going to be nominated, but damn it. Lightyear had beautiful cinematography. just what do you put in your frame? what's in focus? what's out of focus? How are we lighting characters? Uh, how dark is the background? how oh my gosh it was beautiful I've I've watched um, videos before on how Pixar like digitally shoots their movies and they'll actually make it look like they used real, cameras and real specific lenses for different shots it's really really interesting the um amount of detail that pixar puts into shooting quote unquote shooting their their movies even though they're digital um and i think it's it's getting more and more tragic that they don't ever and probably will never Uh, receive recognition and credit. Yeah. So, yeah. Um,
1: So, to sum up cinematography, mm -hmm. we don't understand most of the nominations. We both want it to go to All Quiet, but we think it's going to go to Elvis. Yeah.
0: Uh, I think it's my turn to read the next category. Yes. All right. We got costume design, and the things that are up are Babylon, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, And Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. Uh, Of those five, we have seen Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Elvis, and Everything Everywhere all at once. Um, And we both want it to go to Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And that's our prediction. Yes. Um,
1: I'm a little nervous that Elvis might sneak in there. mm -hmm. Um, But I think it should go to Black Panther
0: yeah, um, that
1: was just a bigger film, more costumes to design, more costumes to execute, more creativity that had to go into all of the costumes. Um, whereas with Elvis, you already have your subject matter, so yes, you have to.
0: Yeah, you're you're going you have to execute
1: some and... pretty elaborate costumes because mm-hmm. obviously Elvis wore some loud things. Yeah. But overall, I think the achievement of costume design was better and bigger in Black Panther.
0: Yeah. Um, And with Black Panther, you're not only having to come up with costumes for Wakanda, like you did for the first movie. Now you're also having to come up with them for, I always forget their uh, Mm. kingdom name, but uh, Namor's
1: Namor, yeah. Yeah.
0: it's pretty much Marvel's version of Atlantis. Yeah. And so things that um, look inspired by um, ancient... Like uh, Aztec. Aztec.
1: Mayan. Mayan
0: culture. Uh, but also, they need to look practical underwater. You know? And yeah. so um, things that flow too much can you really swim in that? Um, I think yeah. there is there is a lot of uh, thought process that goes into that. Um, and yeah, I think this is one of those weird categories where uh, certain movies had a small amount of really, really good costumes where Black Panther has good costumes, but just a ton of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah uh that's where we're at uh oh um i did say um i think the three that we saw all actually did a really good job with their costumes so i did uh decide to put these up against the two that we didn't see babylon and Ms. harris goes to paris it doesn't have to be that i just wish uh prey got nominated and glass onion prey uh they did a great job with the costumes Mm -hmm. both for the native americans and for the look of the predator
1: i feel like prey was not on anybody's list
0: yeah and it's very impressive for anyone out there who never got around to seeing prey it is absolutely worth a watch Mm -hmm. and it's not just a really impressive action film it's legit a good piece of film just overall it really executed uh, very, very impressively.
1: I will agree with you on Glass Onion. Yeah. That it should have been on this list. Yeah.
0: Glass Onion, specifically because each character is very different and their costume needs to reflect, reflect their, their personality. personality. Yeah. There were so many characters where as soon as uh, Catherine Hahn stepped on to the scene, I knew what kind of person she was.
1: Mm-hmm. Even down to the masks that they wore. Yes. Like Catherine Hahn's mask being mesh and rhinestones and or not. Cath- no, it wasn't Catherine. Hahn, that was a yeah, um,
0: Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. Um, Hers
1: being mesh and rhinestone. Daniel Craig's being polka dotted. Mm-hmm. Just perfect.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I do think that one should have gotten a nomination for costume design.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really just I feel like the way they costumed characters in Glass Onion is almost the same way they draw characters in into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Where everything about their appearance you can tell like the world they come from. Mm-hmm. Suburban mom, uh extreme sports, dumbass, um <laughs> famous idiot famous idiots assistant like all of that stuff you can see it so much in everything they wear
1: yeah
0: um so yeah uh next up we got music original song who is reading this one
1: i will read it okay uh so we have uh applause from tell it like a woman hold my hand from top gun maverick lift me up from black panther wakanda forever uh, Natu Natu from RRR, and This is a Life from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, we both would like to see it go to Lift Me Up from Black Panther, and we think that is where it's going to go.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: Rihanna is up against Lady Gaga.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh... I think those are
1: probably the two biggest ones yeah in this category when
0: we when we first got to this category um i was not going to say lift me up just because i couldn't remember it off the top of my head and i could remember hold my hand off the top of my head and so i was gonna go with that one and then i pulled up lift me up on youtube just listen to a, a little bit of it and i was like oh shit, this was fire this yeah, was a was. great one so i actually changed my vote on this one um I have heard a lot of people say that RRR should have gotten nominated for tons of things this year. And a lot of people are pissed that it was only nominated for Best Original Song. Um, I don't know. Uh, if I saw the movie, there's a chance that I would have put it in a lot more uh, categories. But I didn't see it, so I can't. Um, but I've heard that's really good. So. Yeah. Yeah uh that's everything i have to say about that category um
1: they will be performed at the oscars Mm -hmm. throughout the show Mm -hmm. uh so if you're not familiar right now with the songs you will hear them at least most of them during the oscars um apparently lady gaga has been a little incommunicado uh because she is on set of the new joker movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix.
0: Yeah, she's going uh, to be playing. She has missed, Carly Quinn.
1: Yeah, she has missed all of the rehearsals. She's not returning any phone calls. So, uh, we shall see if Lady Gaga shows up on Sunday. Yeah. Could you imagine missing that? Like, that's what? Yeah. No, you can't miss the Oscars if you're nominated for something. Hmm
0: there there have been people who will just be like did i get nominated well i'm boycotting because i don't agree with how certain things are going yeah um
1: with a uh, original song mm-hmm. i know that um natu natu from rrr is a fairly heavy favorite really to take it okay um it seems in what i've read um that it's People are kind of flip flopping between that one and Rihanna.
0: Wow, to take interesting. It. Okay, so
1: I, that's going to be an interesting one.
0: I would be very open to see it go to RRR. Same. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, next up, we've got uh, writing for adapted screenplay. Uh, I think it's my turn to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion, and Knives Out Mystery, Living, Top Gun Maverick, and Women Talking. Uh, we've seen all but living in this category. Um, I personally voted that it go to all quiet on the Western front.
1: I would love to see it go to women talking. Um, However, we both agreed that it will most likely go to all quiet on the Western front. Yeah. Which I'm totally fine with. Mm -hmm. I loved that movie. Yeah. Um, This was a hard one to choose for me because We saw four of the five movies, and I loved all four that we Mm -hmm. saw.
0: Yeah, this was a very sad category for me to look through because, um, yeah, Glass Onion, I think, totally deserves uh, Best Adapted Screenplay. I thought it did a really, really good job. Unfortunately, it came out this year.
1: Yes, this is a heavy hitting category this year.
0: And exact same thing goes for Top Gun Maverick. I think that's a phenomenal script. Absolutely amazing. And when we rewatched it, it really is one of those movies that makes you feel so many emotions across the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And the concept of one script getting you to feel all those things, Uh, women talking is an incredible script. I'm not doing a lot of laughter in that. No. I'm not cheering. You know, no. so it it is mainly aiming at like one or two emotions. And it hits those hard and it hits those well. So in certain ways, uh, something like Top Gun Maverick uh, is better. Again, in certain ways.
1: It is so hard to compare these movies.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: Because they're so different from each other that how what
0: <laughs> yeah and so um and yeah the, i would be
1: okay with it going to any of those honestly
0: mm-hmm. and yeah looking at this and knowing that glass onion is so good and there's no way it's not leaving the oscars at empty-handed on sunday is really sad to me as i was looking through this category i was like damn it the only two that i can really consider are all quiet and women talking but the other two are really good, and I really, really loved those yeah. movies. So, but yeah, I, in good conscience, I can't be like, I think they're a contender.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think Glass Onion has a chance.
0: It does not have a chance. It's really good, <laughs> and I'm glad it got recognized, but it doesn't have a chance of winning.
1: I think it'll go to All Quiet.
0: Yeah. Um, and again, I do think Women Talking is a phenomenal script, especially um, because like a tarantino film or something it is a script that so heavily relies on dialogue, dialogue. and dialogue mm-hmm. alone yeah um so and it's funny how uh i can also be very impressed by the exact opposite something like wally where there's
1: where the lack hardly, of dialogue yeah, is how you write winner. a script
0: where it's like and then he looks over and then he walks through the door and then he pauses and then he frowns like mm-hmm. that's also very um impressive but in a very different way so um
1: next up we have production design Yep. Yeah. we have all quiet on the western front avatar the way of water babylon elvis and the fablemans both dallas and i predicted it's gonna go to avatar the way of water and we think that's what the academy is gonna vote for as well
0: yeah uh very difficult though uh, my understanding of production design is like set design set building set uh you know how how the world feels mm-hmm. does it feel accurate does it feel true to story um and so yeah, something like all quiet there's so many moving pieces to yeah. all quiet um and getting it to not only look accurate but feel accurate feel like. A place that I believe people could live. However, a place that no one wants to live. Yeah. um, And the design and showing me both the no man's land trenches and the fancy ass train. Yeah. The juxtaposition juxtaposition of those two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Very impressive. And then you have that right up against something like Avatar. which the
1: first avatar did win Mm -hmm. this category the year that it came out yeah which Um, i think is important to know
0: yeah um and weta as a company uh weta digital does the cgi but weta i guess just weta workshop does the designs of things like this weta has been crushing it since their creation yeah um So, yeah, they work hard, and I I am very happy to see how often the Academy recognizes the skill in that um, company. Um, So, yeah, I I would like to see it go to Avatar. With that said, I would be fine seeing it go to something like All Quiet. Yeah. Um, But uh, then you have something like Fablemans and Elvis, where... Um,
1: Those are two big-name directors that the Academy likes.
0: Big-name directors, but also something like Elvis. You're trying to recreate the... What's the house called? Graceland. Graceland. Um, that's a place people go. And so once you put it on screen, a lot of your viewers are going to be like, I've been there. Does that look like the place I went to? Yeah. Um, And they can for lack of a better term, like they can hold you accountable or they can judge you based on experience more. Um, so that's interesting. Fablemans from what I understand, uh, um, Steven Spielberg was coming to set with photos of his childhood and pretty mm-hmm. much being like, this is what our living room looked like. Build this, um, very impressive, very daunting, very intimidating. So yeah. um, yeah, like like we said, we both uh hope and predict that it'll it'll go to Avatar. Uh another thing, I again really really want to shout praises for this movie. I think Prey could have gotten nominated for this. Um just the
1: You wanted Prey in every category.
0: Um <laughs> uh, in a lot of them. I think uh for a movie that uh just kind of came out of nowhere, it never slacked. It seemed like they worked hard in so many areas of that movie and they really could have been like, eh, we're making a new Predator movie. Predator hasn't been good since the 80s. (laughs) But instead they were like, no, let's let's try to make either the second best Predator movie in the franchise. Or if we can, let's try to make the best Predator movie in the franchise. And they swung for the fences and they hit the ball hard. Um, And I think there's a lot of Oscar categories that uh, they could have been included in. Um, so, yeah. Uh, anything else on production design?
1: Nope. Take all us right. into music original score.
0: Cool, cool. Music original score. We've got All Quiet on the Western Front. We've got Babylon. We've got Banshees of Inishirin, We've got Everything Everywhere All at Once. And we've got Fablemans. I predicted... Or I hope that original score goes to All Quiet. You are hoping it goes to The Fablemans. And we are uh, predicting that it can go to All Quiet. Yes. Uh, A lot of great films on this category. Uh, As I was looking through them, I tried to be like, can I remember the score from any of these movies? And for pretty much all of them, I can't. The only asterisk on that is I remember, and I discussed it in the All Quiet on the Western Front episode, but there's that like, yeah, sound that keeps playing throughout the movie. And- uh,
1: I think it, I want to change my vote.
0: Yeah? What yeah. do you want to vote? All Quiet. You want to switch to All Quiet? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, that, those three notes, that and playing them over and over. And each time they get louder and more intense. Uh, it really uh, felt reminiscent of the Jaws uh, theme, the yeah, doo-dum, mm-hmm. doo-dum. and just what John Williams was able to do. Where just um, I'll, I'll write, you know, a full piece of music, but at the dead center of it are going to be two notes, and I'm going to hit the audience with those two notes over and over and over, so that by the end of the movie two notes will make their blood run cold. Mm -hmm. Because it's so easy to remember those two notes and um, those two notes will mean something. It'll it'll feel like a sound effect more than a piece of music. It'll feel like you are hearing the shark getting closer and that felt like the dangers of war uh closing in yeah it yeah um
1: yeah i think it's gonna go to all quiet for sure
0: um and again that is coming from someone who if i were to listen to the uh soundtracks of the other four nominees i may be like oh wow i was so caught up in the movie i wasn't paying attention this is actually a great score but i don't know um so yeah Uh, so our
1: next category is one that dallas and i have had a lengthy discussion about. Yeah. Uh, and This is for makeup and hairstyling. Our nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, and The Whale. Dallas wants it to go to the Batman. Nobody's shocked by that. I want it to go to All Quiet on the Western Front. If you want to get details on that, listen to our episode on that. We have a very lengthy discussion about how incredible... The yeah. makeup is for that movie um but we are predicting that the oscar will go to the whale
0: yeah um again uh i think something i mentioned earlier i'm still very impressed how many people honestly do not realize that colin farrell was in the batman and when they find out he was in the batman they have no idea who he played and when you say the penguin they're like uh no no the penguin was actually like a no-name actor and then you pull up the side-by-side photos and they're like holy shit that's actually whoa and they're flabbergasted it's really really good makeup and it's not like um there are plenty of movies uh you have uh um Jim Carrey in The Grinch. Mm -hmm. That is very impressive makeup. Very impressive. The prosthetics, all that stuff, so good. But when you see that, you're like, clearly that's someone that can't... They didn't just cast a Grinch. Right. So, yeah, and then you find out that it's Jim Carrey. And you can kind of see it's in some places. Uh, I
1: do think the Batman deserves this nomination. Okay. I don't think... They deserve the win, okay. but 100% deserve to be nominated.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: I think All Quiet in having to do that much makeup on that many people and having to also be cognizant of where at in the timeline they are filming it just how dirty they need to make people, what they need to make them dirty with. All of that is mind-blowing when you think about it. Yeah. And that's why I think All Quiet deserves the Oscar. I don't think it's going to get it, though.
0: Yeah. It's it's funny. We just watched the uh, first two Creed movies. I feel like there are certain things on this list that uh, the nomination is going towards one, like, Colin Farrell playing Joker, like one big punch. And then there are things like All Quiet, which is a lot of quick jabs, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's like, which one did more damage? The one big punch or the, a bunch of smaller hits to the torso or something. Um, And yeah, All Quiet, you mentioned uh, being cognizant of the timeline. And that goes for both, like how yellow are their teeth over, the years Mm -hmm. but also the mud on the side of his face over a span of like three minutes right in other scenes and so yeah the the timeline there's long-term timeline and then there's micro timeline
1: yeah Um, i do think the two biggest contenders for this win are probably the batman and the whale yeah Uh, because Generally, in the past, looking at winners of this, it has been going to movies that do prosthetic yeah. makeup
0: mm-hmm. very well, um, appearance altering. Yes, yeah.
1: I don't think it will go to the Batman because the amazing makeup on Colin Farrell was for such a side character.
0: Oh, I think okay. it will
1: go to the whale. Because Brendan Fraser was front and center. Front and center center the
0: whole time. Yeah, I could see that.
1: So that's my reasoning behind our prediction of makeup and hairstyling going to the whale. I also don't think the whale is going to take many other awards. Mm. But I think it could be the one that takes makeup.
0: Okay, I could see that. Um, Yeah, and it's also... Interesting how, like, with the whale, Brendan Fraser still looks like Brendan Fraser, just a much heavier Brendan Fraser, mm-hmm. where Colin Farrell looks nothing like Colin Farrell. He yeah. looks like a completely different human being. Um, and, and I think uh, just to give credit where credit's due, both of those, the actors underneath, are able to emote. So damn well. Yes. And I think there have been times in the past. Uh, we mentioned Suicide Squad a little earlier. I think the prosthetic... It, there's heavy prosthetic makeup to do um, uh, Killer Croc. And I think the actor cannot emote enough in that movie. He can grimace and that's the only thing he can do. Mm-hmm. But... Eh. um. So yeah. Not only is the makeup good looking in both Batman and Whale, but it's also very, um, not practical, but like it can move, it can function. Yes. Um, So, yeah.
1: All right, take us into our next one.
0: All right, uh, now it's actress in a supporting role. We've got Angela Bassett for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. We've got Hung Chow in The Whale. We've got uh, Carrie Condon in Banshees of a Then Jamie Lee Curtis in Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Stephanie Sue in Everything Everywhere All at Once. I th- I think I'm saying that last name correctly. But it's spelled H-S-U. So I'm trying to include an H before the S. But <laughs> to my American tongue, I think that's impossible. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I think... Or I would like to see it go to Stephanie Hsu, uh, the daughter from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Paige would like it to go to Angela Bassett in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And we both predict it'll probably go to Angela Bassett in Black Panther Wakanda Forever.
1: One thing we did discuss about this category is that having two actresses nominated from Everything Everywhere All at Once was going to split the votes for that movie and knock... Both of them out of contention. Yeah. Um, that being said, I think Angela Bassett did a phenomenal job in Black Panther. Mm. Um, it was, as you had said previously, a direct response to Chadwick Boseman's death. Um, they killed off her character, so we're not going to see more Angela Bassett in the MCU. Um I think she's so deserving of it, and I know she won some other awards for her role in Black Panther. So I think it's a pretty easy prediction to say that Angela Bassett's going to take supporting yeah. actress.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. the The only reason I went uh, Stephanie Hsu is she does a phenomenal job of playing the daughter in like the main timeline. And also the daughter in—I forget what they call it. It's like the superior timeline or the prime timeline yeah. or something. But uh, the the evil the the um there's a specific name for her uh, villain character, but uh, the evil form of the daughter. And uh, so because of that, it's kind of like she's having to play multiple different roles. Same with same with Jamie Lee Curtis, but uh, I thought Stephanie Hsu had to, um come at it with um subtle and complex emotional um trajectories or um vectors Mm -hmm. um and so uh i thought the character was not only written very well but once it was written well the actress did a great job of taking into account not only what was written But also what was not written, like the subtext and putting all of that into her performance and just really, really amazing how difficult that must have been.
1: I would have Uh, liked to have seen Claire Foy nominated mm -hmm. for her role in Women Talking. Um, I noticed that you had put that you would have liked to have seen Saoirse Ronan for her role in See How They Run.
0: Yeah, Um, it's a really fun movie. Uh, It's very charming. As soon as I I, I scrolled through a list of pretty much all the movies that came out this past year and I saw See How They Run and I was like, dang, I loved that movie. I'm looking at each category and I don't think it's strong enough to get nominated in any of these categories. And then I looked at uh, Supporting Actresses and I was like, you know what? I think Carrie Condon's role was pretty overappreciated. I think Carrie Condon... Eh, I think almost
1: everything about Banshees was overappreciated. Yeah, and
0: so I was like, do I think Sear Ronan did a better job in her role than Carrie Condon did in hers? I do. You know what? That's where I'm putting it. Sear Ronan, she's gonna represent See How They Run in, in my perfect uh, Oscar nominations. But, yeah. Um, Claire Foy, also, phenomenal job. As with uh, the other one. Um the gets yeah
1: yeah I mean so many of those actresses in that film. yeah
0: I, I feel like if you're going to go with supporting actress from that it's either going to be Claire Foy or the one who gets uh beaten up pretty heavily in the final scene yeah um I again I do think the other actresses in that scene no one's giving a bad performance yeah. but yeah um so,
1: so that is actress in a supporting role. Yeah. Now we're gonna do actor in a supporting role. Mm-hmm. Is it my turn?
0: Uh, sure. I Kay. think it is.
1: Uh, so we have Brendan Gleeson for Banshees of Inisherin. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. Oh, wow. Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans. Barry Kogan for Banshees of Sharon. and Kiwi Kwan for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh. Both Dallas and I predicted Kihi Kwan uh, or both of us want to see him take it. We predicted that he will take it Um, again. He's won a lot of awards during this award time uh, for his role in everything everywhere all at once. Um, I know we mentioned it in our Fableman's episode, but I'm very confused as to how Judd Hirsch got a nomination For his, like, three seconds of screen time. Um, Barry Kogan did do a great job in Banshees. Brendan Gleeson did fine. Um, We haven't seen Causeway, so I can't speak to Brian Tyree Henry.
0: However, um, do you recognize Brian Tyree Henry? Yeah. He's a great actor. He He is. is. one that constantly impresses me. Um, And... Just because I kept seeing the title of Causeway, I kept not realizing that the name attached to it was Brian Tyree Henry, but yeah, I'm a big fan of his, so um, yeah, now I'm interested to see Causeway. Um, yeah, Kihui Kwan, every interview I've seen from him the last year or so, he's he feels so deserving. On screen and off screen. Mm -hmm. Um, He's just such a good guy who deserves every win he's been getting. Um, And yeah, um, just love him. And he's so good in everything, everywhere. One thing I will say uh, as much as I thought Banshees of Inishirin was very overrated overappreciated very meh of a movie i did think as per usual barry cogan is really good in that movie mm-hmm. he's um and something i mentioned a couple weeks ago he's never not doing something
1: but putting him next to brendan gleason like does brendan gleason deserve that nom
0: i don't think brendan Gleeson i don't does. think
1: he does and i love brendan gleason brendan gleason's good yeah, but he's... But if you're going to nominate someone from Banshees, give it to Barry Kogan. Yeah.
0: He is never standing still. No. And it's not like a um, he always wants to be stealing the scene or something. It's just his character is always going to be fidgeting. And the way he fidgets is so unique and feels so authentic to his character in Banshees. He's mm-hmm. not fidgeting the way I would fidget. He's not fidgeting the way you would fidget. He's not fidgeting the way anyone I know would fidget. He's fidgeting exactly the way that character would fidget. And I buy it every scene.
1: I will say there is someone who is left off this list that I'm so happy was left off. Because I was worried since Elvis is getting all this love, I was so worried that Tom Hanks was gonna (sighs) be nominated for actor in a supporting role and he fucking sucked in Elvis. So finally, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the Academy got something very right by leaving somebody off of a list.
0: Yeah. Um, So there's one actor that I wrote down that I think should have been nominated and. Two that just occurred to me. Dakota Beavers, a uh, side character in Prey. Another guy that just, I've never seen him in anything else. And he's really good in Prey. Shockingly good. So, so worth the watch. Again, sorry. Um, it, it, I feel like because I keep having to include Prey in things, it makes it seem like I'm just this like diehard, like, why, how that is not? what
1: it sounds like. Yeah,
0: but at the same time, there are certain things that just the the Academy was so uh, willing to give it praise. And it's like that every year. You know, um, in years past, um, Parasite got nominated for everything. Mad Max Fury Road got nominated for everything. Dune got nominated for everything. Mm-hmm. There are times when I'm like, yeah, that movie deserved every single nomination. And then there are times where I'm like, that movie did not Elvis this year. I'm like Banshees. That... Yeah, Banshees and Elvis. They don't deserve to be in every single category. Yeah. I think that Prey was a strong enough movie. It could have just done the bah 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 and, and gotten a bunch of nominations. But I think it's one of those movies that uh it's sci-fi, it's action. And so uh the Academy sort of looked at the poster, looked at the trailer, and went. That's that's not going to be a good movie. And so they never gave it a chance.
1: So who are the two that you just thought of that you didn't write down?
0: Uh, Rooster and Hangman.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So uh, Miles Teller from...
1: I agree with Miles Teller.
0: Yeah. I think uh, if they were both on, on the list, I would have said definitely Miles Teller over the actor of Hangman. I can never remember his name, but... Um, I think they both did really, really outstanding good jobs, but especially Miles Teller, as always. Miles Teller never phones it in. Holy shit. Um, So, yeah. And I love everything about Top Gun Maverick.
1: (laughs) So one that I thought of Mm -hmm. that I'm, like, conflicted on if I want a nomination for him in this category, um, Ben Wishaw as August in Women Talking, did a phenomenal job.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Do I think that the one man in such a women-powered movie deserves a nomination and a win? I'm a little conflicted on.
0: Not because of the role he played. Correct. But... The way, but it seems like it would undercut, yeah,
1: the theme of the film to reward a man if you're so, not going to reward the women.
0: I'm going to throw out an example just to make sure that we're on the same wavelength. The year that Creed came out, Creed got nominated for one Oscar, and that was Best Supporting for Sylvester Stallone. Oh, Sylvester Stallone did a great job in that movie, but
1: but you're gonna nominate the one white guy exactly. Okay, we're on the same page. Okay, okay. so
0: same concept for women talking. If if you're if women talking is not gonna get recognized in any category, and then it gets uh, a nomination for best supporting actor, that would yes. suck. Okay, yes. so yeah, we are. In agreement. We though.
1: are in agreement. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. So that being said, Kihi Kwan is gonna take it.
0: Yeah. Uh and with that said, I do think that Ben Wishaw did give a strong enough performance that he should have earned a nomination. But yeah, I I agree with uh, all of that. So uh oh, moving on
1: to sound. Yeah.
0: All right, and so yeah, uh from here on out. Every category, we've seen them all. So, yeah. Uh, Sound, I think it's my turn. Mm -hmm. We've got All Quiet on the Western Front. We've got Avatar The Way of Water. We've got the Batman. Yay! Uh, We've got Elvis. And we've got Top Gun Maverick. Uh, I think, or I want it to go to Avatar The Way of Water. Paige wants it to go to Maverick. We predict it'll go to All Quiet on the Western Front.
1: Our justification on that one is that in the past war movies tend to take sound
0: yeah there's a lot of bullets to um add in sound for there's a lot of grenades there's a lot of air raid sirens there's a lot of aircraft there's a lot of men shouting there's a lot of boots a lot of just everything
1: and just because we didn't choose individually for all quiet to take it does not mean that we will be upset when it does.
0: This is true. Because we true. do
1: love All Quiet. It is an incredible film. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're totally fine with it taking this one. We just personally liked other ones better.
0: Yeah. For me, uh, the reason I want Avatar to take it, I am always very impressed when you have such a fictitious story and so every sound you're having to come up with has to be completely fabricated mm-hmm. out of non-existence um you're dealing with creatures that don't exist vehicles that don't exist um that's kind of the main two things cuz water yeah. water's real <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so um these these things are constantly making noise constantly just there um and you're certain a, a lot of these things um you know in uh the first avatar you have the like six-legged horse things they're riding mm-hmm. they had horses on set yeah you still have to like okay um in this scene the horse is gonna make like a <laughs> sound um the horse on set made that sound so we kind of know when to put the sound in but you know we still need to change it into an alieny sound with this the so many of the creatures we're working with were not represented by real animals on set mm-hmm. you know um, your water creatures it was a piece of plastic that's bucking the character and stuff um so yeah just the having to create things out of nothing, the uh, Foley art that goes into this. um, That's why I went with Avatar.
1: Yeah. I feel like this is going to be another very interesting one to see where it does go. Mm -hmm. Um, Because Elvis is also on that list. Yeah. And so... I'd be
0: very shocked. I'd be very disappointed if Elvis takes it. I would be fine with just
1: about any other movie on that list taking it
0: yeah um i would say um i'd also be kind of what really if the batman takes sound
1: really i
0: love Batman. i think it really did phenomenally well in everything that it attempted i think it did a great job with sound i don't think not better than other challenges it was up against were greater challenges than others i get Um, that couple of years ago the movie hugo won best special effects i love hugo hugo's a really good movie but it won best special effects and by winning best special effects it beat rise of the planet of the apes Ooh. hell no hell no <laughs> um and it did that mostly because it had a bunch of very impressive digital backgrounds There were apes in Rise. (laughs) Like, no, you cannot tell me that a train station was more difficult than Caesar's emotions. Like, shut up. So, um, this is very much a, the Batman is great. The Batman had great sound. Do not let it beat the other guys who were. Yeah. So. I get that. Yeah uh are we good to go to the next category yeah cool.
1: so next up we have writing for original screenplay and our nominees are banshees of in everything everywhere all at once the fablemans tar and triangle of sadness uh we have seen all five of these films we both unfortunately want, for some unfortunately yes um we both want it to go to everything everywhere all at once and we're pretty confident in predicting that it will go to everything everywhere all at once yeah
0: i've never seen a story like that
1: correct it, it was mm-hmm. so bizarre and it, it is works very really original well. yeah
0: um so yeah um i did write down two movies that i think should have been there uh in the stead of two others with that said there's a chance neither of these would fit the category of original of
1: original screenplay.
0: i i Every year there's at least one or two movies that I'm like, how is that original? Or how is that adapted? Like, um... I know,
1: Top Gun Maverick is adapted.
0: Yeah. Um, and then there are things like, uh, Fableman's Best Original. That was adapted from his actual experiences, wasn't it? Like... Yeah. But whatever. Um, but the two that I, uh, wrote down, nope. Uh, uh... Jordan Peele? Jordan Peele's Nope. And Prey again. It's it's a very interesting story. And in a series where you've told so many Predator stories, uh, Prey feels very fresh and very unique. Yeah. While also feeling very uh, reminiscent of the first film. So, yeah. I just um, don't
1: think anything is going to hold a candle to everything everywhere all at once.
0: No. It, and uh, with both of these movies that I think should be inserted... I don't think either of them should Should win win. yeah pretty much nothing that i put prey in for i don't think prey should have won i think prey should have
1: been recognized Been
0: recognized i get that so yeah i I think with how much i've been saying prey should get nominated it probably sounds like i think prey should be walking away with 12 oscars on sunday (laughs) i think prey should probably be in a perfect world it would be included in a ton of categories but it should still walk away empty-handed for the most part. Um, So yeah. Nope uh, was a script that I saw the movie and I was pretty confused in the end and I went home and watched some videos and it was explained to me what the metaphors meant and that's when I got really, really impressed. Uh, The way we treat animal talent in films, um, we're not being fair to them and we kind of need to... Expect uh, hostility mm-hmm. because of how we're treating them and we should never let ourselves uh, get too comfortable with them just because we think there's a trust there when there really isn't um, I thought that was very very impressive and uh, the concept of someone like Jordan Peel making such a big movie to openly critique movie making it uh kind of similar to one of my complaints about triangle of sadness the fact that someone made a very pompous um uppity movie trying to critique the uppity like upper class shut up (laughs) like don't don't be pompous just to be like pompous people are the worst am i right Shut up, but the way Jordan Peele was like, Hey guys, like, (laughs) do better. We all need to do better. Like, Mm
1: -hmm. um,
0: I I thought it was really, really well done and uh, told a very interesting story in order to get that message across. Um, so yeah, and uh, again, just a very unique screenplay, yeah. Nope, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I feel like it deserved.
1: A nomination. A nomination.
0: I don't not think sure one. Yeah. But yeah, and mm-hmm. the fact that nope, uh, I feel like in years past, Jordan Peele has been recognized by the Academy a lot.
1: Yeah, I think Get Out was nominated for multiple. Uh,
0: yeah, I think Best Picture. Yeah. And Nope, did not it get. It didn't get
1: a single nomination. Yeah.
0: So I think it deserved at least one, and I think the best place for it was writing. So I
1: agree.
0: Um, I did think the sister did a phenomenal job. Kiki Palmer. Yeah, Kiki Palmer. Um, I don't know who she should have kicked out with Best Supporting Actress, but yeah. Moving on? hmm uh, All right. Uh, we're almost there, guys. Sorry. This is a long episode, and it's because we don't shut the fuck up. It's um, true. So uh, is it my turn or is it your turn? Take it away. Okay. Uh, we're on film editing? hmm Okay. We're on film editing. Uh, the Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. Uh film editing, from what I understand that to be, it's how long does each shot go for? Uh, when do you cut from what shot to what shot? Um, but even then, there are times when it goes to movies that I'm like, I could have sworn that had bad film editing. (laughs) Um so, or there are things where I'm like, okay, yeah, all of these are good, but obviously that one action movie had really amazing film editing, and it doesn't win and I'm like maybe I just don't understand this category I'm sorry so um, but yeah uh, I am hoping that it goes to Top Gun Maverick Paige is hoping it goes to everything everywhere all at once but we are predicting Top Gun Maverick um, one thing I will say as we were watching Elvis we were about an hour or so into the movie and I thought we were just about done and going into it, I knew this was like a two and a half hour movie. So after an hour, I felt like I had watched two and a half hours worth of story. And when I realized we still had more than half a movie to go, I was like, oh shit.
1: Please, that film no. needed more editing.
0: Yeah. I, it should
1: not be nominated for a film editing Oscar. Yeah.
0: I not only think... We it, have
1: feelings about Elvis. If you want to go in-depth, go listen to that episode. Yeah, I not
0: only think Elvis doesn't deserve to win. I don't think Elvis deserved to be nominated. I don't Same even think... Same with Tar. Yeah, yeah. Tar sucked. Yeah. Tar is one of those movies, I feel like, uh, Kate Blanchett's performance. Great. Yeah, she was really good. That's a very diff- difficult role to pull off.
1: But do you really want to watch a movie about a narcissist imploding? Uh
0: yes. Not that one though. Yeah. But so. I've seen narcissist implosion films that are really well done, you know. And this one just isn't. This wasn't. It. Yeah. Um so yeah. Anyways,
1: um, that was film editing.
0: Yeah, I don't <laughs> uh well Top Gun Maverick, I feel like there are so many moments during flight and stuff where mm-hmm. they know when to cut to an exterior of the plane, interior of the plane to show you know, what uh, the emotions, facial expressions, facial expressions are. And uh, during certain G-turns, I get to see the, the, the pull on the face. of the G-forces on the face. That was something that uh, they used film editing in order to constantly remind me these are real like mm-hmm. they're actually flying i yeah. thought that was really good and then if i'm not already emotionally invested it'll suddenly cut to someone on the ground on the you know bridge of the battleship or whatever and just people being like Shit, we lost contact or whatever and so yeah um cutting from like the hectic you know missiles in the air smoke in the air uh, launch flares and stuff and then cutting to the bridge where they're just hearing all of the hectic noise on the radio and they're like from here there's nothing we can do and that just reminds you there are people really like in this but they're helpless like, Oh, so much of that like who do we cut to what angle do we take um how much of each character do we show oh mwah. there was so much going on for uh Top Gun Maverick and that's why
1: that will be a well deserved win
0: yeah um But yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once. There's a lot of, like, bizarre shots to cut between. (laughs) Um,
1: I would be fine with it going to either one of those. Yeah. Any of the others on that list, I would be pissed.
0: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd be very annoyed with with Tar, Elvis, or Banshees taking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Banshees, I think...
1: Tar, Elvis, and Banshees needed better editing.
0: I don't know if banshees necessarily had bad editing i think it's a bad bad story and so you know but at the same time the script that banshees is having to edit around i don't think you're giving yourself enough of a challenge to be nominated yeah you know where looking at the stories of everything everywhere all at once and top gun maverick those are two very intense how are we going to edit this? Where do we cut to? And stuff like that. Banshees of Insurance. Like, oh, another scene of two people talking to each other? When do we cut to Brennan Gleeson? I don't know. Maybe when he's talking. Yeah. Like, bleh, it's so basic. You did, you did nothing creative. You, it didn't require skill, I don't think. Sure, I'm not a film editor, but I'm nearly positive most people could have done that. <laughs> Sit down. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree. If it goes to any of those three, I'll be pissed. If it goes to Everything Everywhere or Top Gun, I'll be happy. I'm hoping and predicting it goes to Top, Top Gun. Yeah. yeah. Next, you want to do.
1: All right, let's do directing. We have uh, Martin McDonough for Banshees of Sharon. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert for Everything Everywhere All At Once, Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar and Reuben Ostlund for Triangle of Sadness. Uh, both Dallas and I wanted to go to the Daniels for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and we are predicting that is exactly what is going to happen at the Oscars. Um, we did not love Banshees, Tar, or Triangle. Um, oh, yeah. Fableman's was good. Yep. Yeah. Spielberg is obviously a big name in Hollywood. He is. uh, but not an undefeated name. He is not. I do think it will go to the Daniels for everything, everywhere, all at once.
0: Yeah. Um, For two people who, uh, before now, have almost exclusively worked in commercials and music videos, Mm -hmm. to suddenly make a feature-length film and have it be as good as it is with uh as much recognition as it's received uh, the, the Daniels have done the incredible they have so I feel pretty strongly it's going to them and honestly yeah the only other person on this list I was even impressed with was Spielberg same um he did a great job and um I also have to applaud how um I guess, like, emotionally raw this experience had to be for Spielberg. Yeah, He was really having to put his whole childhood and his whole family right on display. And that, um, you know, is no small feat. But I I do think that what the Daniels did was better. Um, And yeah, so on a list where you've got five contestants and I hate three of them uh take away whichever of the three you want but i feel like matt reeves uh should have gotten nominated for the batman um
1: i think ryan coogler should have gotten nominated for black panther wakanda forever
0: okay yeah um for me matt reeves like i loved what he did with the batman and also matt reeves as a director um i adore his stuff i adore Matt Reeves as a director potentially one of my favorite directors in Hollywood I would say probably pretty easily top 10 favorite directors um, other things that he's done he did uh, both Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War for the Planet of the Apes so in my second favorite film, film trilogy of all time he did two of the three and one of the two that he did is my favorite in the trilogy um he did uh Let Me In, which is the American remake of Let the Right One In. Very impressive vampire movie. I think Matt Reeves is a juggernaut filmmaker that is not getting the recognition he deserves. Um, and it's just heartbreaking. And I thought uh I was very excited from the get-go to see him tackle. Batman I still wanted to see Zack Snyder slash Ben Affleck stay at the helm of Batman but when it was announced it was going to be Matt Reeves partnered with Robert Pattinson I was like shit I can't be that against this it's those two and, and yeah Matt Reeves very very good he could easily replace Martin Martin McDonough Todd Field or Ruben Ostland in this category I think easily. Good to move on to visual effects? Yes. Uh, So visual effects, we've got All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Top Gun Maverick. There's a lot of great special effects on here, but let's be real. There is an
1: elephant in the room on this one. Yeah, a beautiful
0: golden celestial elephant with angel wings (laughs) and uh, machine guns and rocket launchers. no movie is going to beat avatar the way of water
1: absolutely sp- not
0: special effects this year it's not even funny
1: it's almost sad that some of these movies came out the same year mhm because there are movies on this list that had they come out any other year would have been contenders mhm but avatar you cannot compete yeah With what they did Mm -hmm. with the underwater mocap, with just how they rendered all of the animals, all of the aircraft, all of the everything. Like, it's insane what went into getting Avatar The Way of Water onto the big screen.
0: With that said, I... Looking at the other movies on this list, I am glad um there aren't too many other like tragically good movies, you know? Like yeah. if there was a um uh Infinity War or an Endgame with Thanos or a Planet of the Apes movie on here or an Alita Battle Angel or or there there have been movies in the past where i'm like dude the special effects on that was so good but yeah um as much as the movies themselves are pretty crap for the most part the special effects in a lot of the transformers movies are very impressive you put the best transformers special effects up against the worst avatar avatar is still leagues better. Leagues. And it's like that with so many movies. I cannot think you put Avatar or Avatar The Way of Water up against any other movie. I cannot come up with a title that would stand a chance. And so, the fact that it's beating the shit out of All Quiet on the Western Front, were there special effects in that? (laughs) I, I... can't think of what they were i mean maybe pyro effects and things like that but like cgi i can't think of too much cgi unless it's we made this landscape go on a lot farther than we actually built no man's land okay cool uh the batman great special effects Mm -hmm. nothing too heavy in the cgi department Black Panther, will Wakanda Forever. It's a Marvel movie, so there's tons of special effects. Yeah. Well, I they did
1: a whole underwater civilization. Yeah. Like, there was a ton.
0: I wouldn't say this was one of the greatest special effects movies Marvel has ever come out with. I would agree. I would probably still put that as Endgame, Endgame or Infinity yeah. War, where we had Thanos. Uh, and then Top Gun Maverick. Um A lot of that was done practically, but then we have, like, CGI missiles shooting off when they Mm -hmm. uh, fire into the ground and the whole, like, canyon has to collapse. Okay. Yeah. Good special effects. But luckily, there wasn't anyone that was like, dude, looking at what we did with this movie, I I think we could take the Oscar. What's that? The next Avatar is coming out in December? Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Like, there's no movie that was like, we should win it. Like um i think everything is pretty evenly matched and then there is a god (laughs) um
1: if by some twist of horrific fate avatar does not win this tables will be flipped over in the ross house yeah Best picture last category the one you've all been waiting for yep best picture we thank, have... Thank
0: you so much for sticking around this long. This has been a yes. long episode. I didn't realize it was going to be that long. My apologies, but here we go.
1: We have All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. We've seen all ten. We have seen all ten. We liked six... Out of 10.
0: Uh, One,
1: two. We liked All Quiet, Avatar, Everything Everywhere, All At Once, Fableman's, Top Gun, and Women Talking. Yeah. We did not love Banshees, Elvis, Tar, and Triangle. Yeah. With that said, Dallas wants to see Avatar take Best Picture. I want to see Top Gun take Best Picture. However, we are predicting fairly confidently that Best Picture is going to everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Which we're totally fine with. Yeah. We this... loved it. We think it is well deserving, but we have a special place in our hearts for some other yeah. movies. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um I've
1: <laughs> It was hard to decide which ones we wanted to take. Yeah. Best picture. Um,
0: don't know how many of you guys listened to our episode on Avatar 1, but I'm a big fan of the franchise. Yeah. Like you are. for over a decade now, I've been in love with this world. So, the concept of an alien uh, sci-fi action movie Getting nominated for Best Picture, getting all this recognition, I'm really, really jazzed. I would love to see the Academy Awards give it to one of my favorite franchises ever.
1: Do you think that they will do what they did to Lord of the Rings, where they give it to the last film as kind of a package deal Maybe. Do you think it'll go to Avatar five? Right, that's how many they signed on uh, for. Yeah, or...
0: right now they're they're slated to make five altogether. Um, I could maybe see that, yeah, um, as sort of a uh, um, award given to more of the entire body of work. Yeah, I could I could maybe see that. Um, again, I still think every single one of the Lord of the Rings movies should have won Best Picture, um, but. That's beside the point right now, um, but yeah. So I said I would like Avatar to win. You said Top Gun Maverick. If it were to go to Top Gun Maverick again, I would be surprised. I'd be shocked if it actually goes to Way of Water. I'd be very surprised if it goes to Top Gun Maverick. Same. I would still be very happy yes. if it went to Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. But everything everywhere all at once. I think that's where it's I going. will
1: be so and I will stoked.
0: Yeah, I will still be, for
1: everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, I'll still be I overjoyed. This is the year of everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that, I mean, it's already taken a ton of awards. Yeah. It's well-deserved. It's original. It's endearing. It's It elicits all of the emotions. Um, I think it is a fantastic film that I'm so happy to say that that's what I think is going to take it. Yeah. Um, I would be just fine with it going to any of the six that we loved. Mm-hmm. If by some awful chance it goes to one of the four that we didn't like. Again, there will be a reckoning on Monday morning. And. Oof. Yeah. Our mood on Monday morning will be. <sighs> determined by what happens at the oscars on sunday night
0: i feel strongly that uh there are certain categories that i think uh the award could go to a movie that i don't consider deserving yes best picture i think everything everywhere all at once has it in the bag
1: yes and i'm happy
0: about that yes uh same with visual effects um same with a couple other things um so yeah Uh, real quick the two movies that uh obviously there are four that i think should be switched out with something else but uh the two movies i think should be included not surprising what a
1: shock it's uh, the batman uh, and prey The batman
0: and prey (laughs) i think both of them were that good they should have been nominated for best picture um again uh avatars nominated this year. Avatar was nominated back in uh 2009 or it came out in 09, I'm pretty sure it got nominated, nominated 2010. In 2010. Um it was never going to win best picture. Correct. S- that same year Star Trek got nominated. I think Star Trek that first uh JJ Abrams movie is really really good. It was never going to win. The year it came out, uh Little Miss Sunshine got nominated. Phenomenal film. It wasn't going to win. I think The Batman and Prey, phenomenal films, should have gotten nominated. They wouldn't win. And I recognize that. I still feel like the skill required to make a The Batman and a Prey is higher than the skill that was presented for Banshees, Elvis, Tar, and Triangle. Can see that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so <laughs> Batman and Prey could have replaced banshees and Sharon and Elvis. Uh Tarn Triangle could have been replaced with um, I don't know, I think uh we got a fourth hotel Transylvania this year. <laughs> 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 I don't give a shit what replaces you, but get out of here. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Anyways, yeah. Let us know what you guys think for some mm-hmm. of these categories. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Do you love the Batman and Prey as much as Dallas does? Do you love women talking as much as I do?
0: Real quick, you did like Prey. I did. I know you liked Prey. And you enjoyed Batman.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it deserves all the things that you think it deserves, but...
0: You don't even think it deserves just the nominations?
1: I don't think they deserve Best Picture noms. Neither. No.
0: Wow. Okay. Are there other movies this year that do stand out as
1: oh i think glass onion should have been on best picture
0: as i was saying that i was like why didn't i put glass onion on this category because yeah that definitely
1: i think glass onion could have easily replaced tar elvis banshees triangle
0: yeah um again um not not even that i wish i was seeing it on this list but more um I'm kind of surprised that Nope didn't get the same recognition level as a Get Out.
1: I just thought of someone that I think should have been nominated for Supporting Actor.
0: Supporting Actor. Okay.
1: Christian Bale in Thor Love and Thunder.
0: Oh. Christian Bale did really good in that movie.
1: Yes. And that movie didn't get nominated for it anything. Mm -hmm. People hated it. But I think Christian Bale did a phenomenal job as Gore the the God God Slayer. God Butcher. Butcher? Okay.
0: Butcher is so much scarier of a word than Slayer.
1: Um, I just had to throw that in at the end. I know we've already been talking for almost two hours at this point. But uh, if
0: you're listening on at least the Apple podcast app, you could have at any point sped this up to 1.5 speed, 1.5 speed. Make us sound
1: like Alvin and the Chipmunks.
0: Yeah, you know. So if you've been listening for two hours, it's your own damn fault. um, (laughs) But
1: thank you for listening. Thank
0: you so much. Um,
1: Hop on Instagram. Let us know what you think. Uh, We'll probably be posting live updates during the Oscars. Um, It's a big deal for us movie lovers. Yeah.
0: Um, Okay, this doesn't have to do with the movies, but... There's always, like, a a comedic monologue or or something happening. Um, I know a lot of people are like, it's in the past, let it go, yada, yada, yada. Dude, I still, the moment that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock last year, I still, like, that annoys me.
1: Oh, me too. I'm still pissed that that overshadowed. coda's win yeah and what should have been an amazing night for the deaf community Mm -hmm. nobody remembers because freaking will smith had to slap chris rock
0: yeah not only that but like i feel like his behavior should have got gotten acknowledged in a much heftier way later that night he was able to accept his first academy award in person no he should have been kicked out they should have opened that envelope and said goes to will smith he's uh not in attendance at this time so yeah um but yeah and and so much about that um
1: the oscars this year are being hosted by jimmy kimmel
0: okay um and i could easily see kimmel making a joke like that yeah um you know gi jane is not that offensive of a Frickin' joke. Honestly, Will Smith was out of line. Um, Slapping someone, that is not okay. And then afterwards, the uh, keep my wife's name out your effing mouth, dude, at what point did you, like, sitting there, how long did it take for Will Smith to be like, I probably shouldn't have done that. Oh, crap. I should not. Oh, dang it. I... I was out of line like because in that moment oh he is so bold in his decision making and dude I I honestly feel like having to like three days later put out an apology video on YouTube I don't think that guy experienced the negative repercussions he deserved for that sort of behavior and a lot of people are like you're only saying this because he's black no I'm not I think The fact that it's Will Smith of all people is one of the only reasons he was even allowed to get away with what he did. But if, uh, I would say if Benedict Cumberbatch did something like that, or if uh, plenty of big deal white actors, I'd be like, yeah, kick them out right now. I'm a huge Robert Downey Jr. fan. If he assaults someone on live TV and then yells profanities about it immediately after... Bobby, get out. <laughs> like, I, the cops are coming, and it's deserved. Like, I, yeah, so.
1: Moving past Will Smith.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm just
1: sick of that conversation. Yeah,
0: I, I just hope they throw more shade at him. Like, um, I, I hope they keep on raking him over the coals to make him really feel the regret.
1: So last year, they pre-recorded eight of the categories which pissed off a lot of people and they didn't air all of them i don't
0: believe i I thought they keep making that Uh, announcement and then they keep getting bullied into showing them. all
1: 23 categories will be presented live this year good um so i'm happy to see that Mm -hmm. um so they are Sunday, March 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, so for those of us in Utah with us, it will be at 6 p.m. on Sunday night. Uh, stay tuned on our Instagram for those live updates. If you're not able to watch, we will keep you posted.
0: Um, every year I try my darndest to give a rat's anus about the red carpet. But it seems like far too often they're just asking about dresses. Um, and I just want to see people interviewed about roles in movies. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I don't know what time the red carpet starts. But it's usually several hours before the Oscars start. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Thanks for listening. Yeah. To our probably longest episode yet.
0: Um, I or one of. Definitely one of. Definitely one of the longest in a very long time. Um, yes so yeah happy hope, oscars hopefully you listen to this in uh several shorter bursts um yeah. but yeah if you did this all in one uh marathon run through sorry <laughs> um so yeah i think that's everything i've got
1: yeah thanks for
0: um, listening oh uh you can find us on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher amazon music and google podcasts uh we have an instagram it's the.real.couple and you can email us on
1: at the real couple pod at gmail.com
0: There it is. It's not that difficult to remember, and I still can't. Um, so yeah. Um, have we put uh, our email address in our uh, Instagram bio or anything? I haven't yet. Okay. I
1: will get on that. Okay.
0: We'll, we'll get to it. So yeah. By the time you're listening to this, if you're like I can't quite remember their uh, email address, check check the bio on our on our Insta. So yeah, Um, thanks for listening. We love you all. Uh, After this, we've still got to watch The Whale, but after that, I think we're going back to pretty normal movies. And uh, we've got a bit of a a list of um, audience requests, but uh, that won't last forever. So send us some requests. All right, Bye. bye.